Welcome to the Dangerous Man Podcast, where we talk about how to become a better man, take responsibility for our mission, create value for others, and the many failures and lessons we've learned along the way. Stay dangerous. Welcome back to the Dangerous Man Podcast. It is, it is your host, John Castoris, joined by co-host Adam Tuft. What is up, boys? <laughs> How are we doing today? And we actually got our, our special guest and one of the members of Dangerous Men Global in our uh, one of our founders and in our in our Dangerous Men's Club, Daniel Jingdahl. Welcome back. I probably am your biggest scotch drinker. Oh yeah. We uh we we may or may not uh have a scotch collection uh, particularly for our, our men's our men's club nights um so yeah that's pretty cool i'm trying to allocate more of our funds towards scotch but it's not always the best investment when you just start it so yeah <laughs> though we do like the scotch <laughs> it is very tasty indeed um you know adam and i have this saying where we uh, we essentially had this it was yesterday, actually, and we were we were actually sitting in the basement podcast, or but right, right before we started podcasting, it was about know, like noon yesterday, and Adam was like, "I mean, you, you should probably take over the story here, but I'll I'll get you the idea of what you probably like." What is he saying? What, I don't know what yet. He, what is he talking about? <laughs> of, you know, I okay. did a lot yesterday. <laughs> so when we were when we were uh, writing stuff up on our a massive whiteboard. Uh, we yes. have this amazing whiteboard. and the, the biggest whiteboard in town. As you can tune in the last episode to hear more about that story. But, uh, yeah, it's eight feet wide. We'll just we'll just leave it at that. Anyways, we wrote these bullet points, and we had this, this one-liner we put up, which was related to basically when we were preparing to publish, when you're publishing the blog or when you're uh, when you're ready to publish maybe a YouTube channel or video or, or if it's a podcast, if it's an audio form like a podcast, that – uh, what, what was the saying you said about how you kind of get, get, you know, get in the state of mind or whatever? And before we start, what what, what has to happen before we start? Oh, you gotta record? get you gotta get the attitude right, and the content will flow. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so, you know, so, we, so before we hit the the record button today, I was I was getting getting a little goofy. Oh yeah. Um, because I need I need to get the get the funnies up in order to <laughs> freaking you know get it. <laughs> Absolutely, you know it's, it's it's there's a fun part of, of I think I think when you're when you're a man you need to have you need to have other men in your life right, you know when I was uh, this was probably uh, it was like the summer after my sophomore year in high school right so I was what sixteen is that fifteen something like that I think like sixteen yeah sixteen, 16. And, and uh so it was in St Paul Minnesota where where I'm from where I've born and raised and where I currently reside shout out and um. Essentially, I was with this group of guys, and uh, we had we had called this group. Uh, we were knights. We said, and it was it was a group focused on you know prayer. Uh, you know, a bunch of Christian guys going to church together every day, and and we would we've talked about this on you know I've talked about this before, but it, you know to kind of recurse what a little bit about it, it was a uh, we would go for runs and we'd work out and we'd, we'd play have poker nights and lots of lots of guys getting together and and uh, it's kind of like. Um, it's kind of like a sports game, but um, without all the fans in the stadium and like you're actually, yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good, pretty good description of, of life. 
it's like playing and winning with other dudes, doing things that are epic and meaningful. And we would do these in, insane workouts. And, you know, I could get into that, our, our Robbins workouts. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it's just, you know, when that's kind of a story is it's, it's kind of like um, the epicness you feel when you're shoulder to shoulder. And, you know, I just remember like the feeling of running with six guys around you and we'd run a couple miles, right? And it was, you know, uh, hot summer days, but it, it was cool summer mornings, right? And in the feeling of the cool air on my skin and these dudes that were like, I mean, I mean, you could talk about this, Danny, but I remember when day one, you're like, yeah, I'm not a runner at all, but, um, <laughs> well, let's do this. Yeah. I've been committed to this. This is awesome. This is epic. And it was like, as he comes out wearing jeans. Oh yeah. To run. <laughs> I love jeans. I'm like, why? <laughs> I think I quickly switched to shorts or did I, did I keep the jeans for a while? I, I just remember, I think the first day you're wearing jeans. I don't, I don't recall anything else besides yeah. that. Because yeah, I, I remember eventually yeah. wearing athletic shorts. <laughs> yeah, because he realized, uh, hey, maybe having my legs yeah. breathe while I'm running yeah. is a is a good idea. It's like, gosh, we, I remember we'd take off our shirts because it's just sweating so much. It's yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. you, you do this cool shirt talk where you can take your shirt off and then you can tuck it in the back of your of your running shorts. And then you could kind of just, you know, it was kind of a funny thing we did. <laughs> it's like. Mr. Maslow is over there, Greek Olympian body, just. You know, I will say swimmers, as as David was a swimmer, right? Yeah. Um, very very chiseled, very uh, d never underestimate a a swimmer and their and their physique and their strength because that is a full body if I've ever seen it yeah. workout and sport. You know, but you know that story. I think it, it, it exemplifies something. You know, the meaning in my heart. The, the tenacity, right, you know, and uh, maybe you go after this, Danny. What was it like when you, uh, you know, give give a, just a, a quick maybe uh, when, where, what, you know, whatever. Um, uh, where were you at, I guess, and then you heard about what we were doing with Knights and this group of men, and, and what was the feeling maybe before and what was the feeling after when you were part of the group? Like, what was that like for the first time? Like, what was in your heart, you know? Does that kind of make sense? I think sense? at the time I wanted to run away, actually. <laughs> I got to remember my timelines, though. I realized with time, my brain shifts stories to different, like, segments. But, yeah. Um, so you're saying at, like, the really, beginning, you're like, really I high don't want to be here. Uh, like, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I grew up, big family in the middle. So it's like the oldest kid is going off to college, and that's important for the parents to try and figure out. Oh, they got babies still. So it's like they're just trying to hold everything down and whatnot. And, um... I, I think just being in the middle, you just kind of are like, eh, like no one really, maybe, maybe this is partly just me, but <laughs> it's hard for them to give you direct attention, like at, at least quality attention, I want to say. And I don't hold this against my parents. It's just, it's just sort of the nature when you have 10 kids. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. kind of hard to give all of them a lot of attention. Yeah, just yeah. because of how many there are. And so I'm not saying don't have 10 kids because of that, but just know that that's a slight effect that will most likely happen. But I also realized part of it, too, was I didn't initiate at all. So it was like, and it was funny because it reminded me of, I have people in my life that would be like, hey, man, like you never reach out or whatever. I'm like, dude, you never reach out. Like, <laughs> you know, you can initiate if it's important to you. You know, it's like it. It's not just me, but anyways, um, I, I remember when we started waking up early and going 
Like, dude, like you're tired, but you felt so accomplished because you woke up and got out of bed early and like the summer and in the summer, at least in Minnesota, it's like cool in the mornings and oh, it yeah. smells good. I like, don't know. We're talking like, er, like low 60s. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, it's like, like, it's like a fresh glass of lemonade in the, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Nice. But on your entire body. It's like, <laughs> I, I want to say like, if you... If you do the early morning thing, and then it's like you just want to take a nap in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like get everything done by afternoon and then take a nap. It's kind of and That like might be the very dream. best thing about mornings. Yeah. <laughs> you get to take a midday siesta. Yeah. You can take a nap, and you don't feel bad about it because you already got a bunch of stuff done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why I talk about momentum and wins. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess kind of. Yeah. The, the feeling of the of the group and, and, and the men, but like the. You know, yeah, with um, having the guys too as well, it was like, you know, I would never push myself hard at all. And then having guys that could push me <laughs> was, you know, it's like I'm dying, but I got these guys that are pushing me to not quit when I would have quit. Like, actually, I would not I wouldn't have gotten up without them. <laughs> so I think in that regard, it was kind of valuable to just see you know i was thinking actually for exercise i was like man maybe actually we get a group of guys at the gym that are like doing this but essentially like when i was running you know i would want to give up but i'd have david or john or adam or who else do we have there max uh, max i was like uh, we we would have one of them you know like keep going keep going <laughs> you know, and it reminded me a lot of that. You'd always start walking, right? And we'd be like, ah, keep going. <laughs> yeah. It, re it reminded me of um, Hacksaw Ridge. There's a line when he's up on the uh, up on the mountain and he's like, he's like, just one more, Lord, like just one more. And I was thinking of like that, that phrase where it's help me not to cry to give up, but to move, press up forward or like to move forward. Like, I was like, man, like, whenever I get any suffering, I'm like, let the suffering end, Lord, please. But it's like, I, yeah. I need to change my prayer to like, help me keep going forward. It was like, help me to keep going and not, not to give up. And that's my, my, my transition, I suppose you could say, with shifting into having all the guys help is you had people that actively were like, keep going forward. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the side cramps that I remember, on the, especially at the beginning, it was like, uh, oh, man, dude, oh, yeah. I had shin splints. Like, when mm -hmm. you haven't really run before and you probably have it in proper shoes and, like, you don't know any technique of, like, how to, like, not slam your feet down in a way. That, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's your, like, your oh, shins shit. go, like, what are you doing? <laughs> um. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> like, <laughs> We were just, uh, it's, it's summer, right? You're in high school, right? We were just in the Bahamas of luxury and comfort. And now you're getting up at 7 a.m. and running. <laughs> it's like when you've never done that to, before. To your shins, it's like, why are you getting up and beating us up? Like, this doesn't make any sense. For, it's like getting them out of bed and just, just beating the crap out of them. <laughs> right? Like, even your whole body initially is like, is screaming at you to like be mediocre and comfortable <laughs> and you have to overcome so much when you first start anything yeah. like 
an exercise especially but but at the same time like for me i've kind of recently kind of got this more with my uh more recent workouts just because i've been yeah getting, what have you been doing getting a lot more consistent with working out lately that sometimes yeah preach it man Tell like me. i get like that weak thought like oh why don't i just stop now this is kind of getting hard but then i like kind of remember like how I felt when I, basically my entire life was just kind of just kind of all lame yeah. and and then and I'm like well I don't want to go back to that and then I get angry about the part of me that's that's like a little weak but then that I feel that anger for me to keep going in the workout and then I'm like ah let's do it ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, and then and then I start doing sit-ups faster. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, you got to use what you have, you know. Yeah. You got to take the fuel that you got and, you know. Uh, it's actually, you know, that's actually an interesting point of uh, who is this podcast I was listening to by Ed Milet. You know, he's a awesome, awesome entrepreneur, businessman, but really a, I think he's more of like a philanthropist and like, uh, you know, public figure of, 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 honestly, we love to get him on the show. He's He's an image of, of being a man and oh, love that guy. Anyways. Yeah. So, the, Ed, if the, you're listening, we'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, wait for that that call, that email, you know. And uh, But he said, essentially, like, well, you know, I'm not going to get all into it, but the, the line I liked was pulling from this, this context of identity. And he's like, what is our identity? It's like, well, really, it's kind of a collection of the stories that we've had and, the, and what we've gone through. And we look back on what we've done and we're able to kind of see the choices we've made that have formed kind of who we are. And so it's like, that's why as a kid, you're so happy because there's no bad experiences or things you did that you're not proud of or like that proved and showed that you were like lame or weak or lazy. It's like you haven't done any of that yet. So you're just happy. <laughs> uh, but it, it was kind of uh, what, what you were saying of like, if I'm looking back, at, like you said, I, I looked back at all these moments of kind of where I've been. And I don't know if you'd use the word. Mm-hmm. Kind of what's Where, the word you might use to describe your eh? It was just kind of like, I was just... Maybe that's it, meh. That's a, that's a pretty good word. Uh, I was just kind of like not really doing anything. So I wasn't, I didn't really have any purpose in my life. I was just kind of existing. Because um, at a certain point in my life, I just kind of played video games and worked. And that was it. That was my existence. And most of the time at work, I was just thinking about what, what, I, what different... I would do and playing video games, even though it was just like a complete waste of time. I look at how much time I've spent playing video games and it kind of makes me angry sometimes because I'm like, wow, like I'd have like another year's worth of work if I worked during that amount of time. Yeah, man. And so, or more. That's what you're bringing into this workout, though, is like I'm looking back at who I've, the decisions I've made and memories yeah. and stories of who I've been. It's like, I don't want this to be another one of those. Yeah. I want to look back and, and saw that I chose to do this workout and, and I put the fuck out to do something meaningful. And, you know, it's like, because that's what, honestly, yeah. like, this is this is something I'm super passionate about now. But I think life is more about a collection of, of creating the stories that you want to look back on. Yeah. Like, I want to look back on my life and look at the stories that I made. And in the moment, I was like, I want this to be a story of that I can remember a new evidence of proof of who I am yeah. and rewriting the book. And uh, I think that's, that's the truth is we all have this. I have this book of, of my life, Danny, you have this book in your life, Adam, you have this book and we're actually still writing the pen still on the page. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we, we, it, it's easy for me to, you know, 
like when I was a kid to fall in, especially, you know, when I was a kid, you know, and I was totally excuse maker. I was always the victim. I was always like, oh, I don't feel like doing this. And, uh, you know, I would any kind of discomfort or pain. I remember as a kid, like if I got mud or dirt on me, I was like, I was done. I would like withdraw from the, I'm at this party, right? And I withdraw from the social event that my, that my family's at. And I was such a butt. I was like, oh, I gotta go wash my hands and change my pants. And it was just like, I just didn't like it. And and now I'm like, now I'll walk through, I'll do a through hike 300 miles. And I was like, I was like, I don't wear, I didn't bring rain pants. I didn't bring waterproof shoes. I literally would walk through mud and water. And then guess what? I wear breathable shoes, lightweight shoes that would dry out as I walked. And, uh, but you'll get blisters. And I'm like, well, yeah, if you wear jeans and cotton socks and your trainers, yeah, you will. But <laughs> wear some wool socks that fit well. And, you know, you know, that's a whole nother can of worms. But really what I'm trying to say is like, uh, you know, that's kind of who I've been. And so I want to actually, I think that that's just the trajectory of my life is that I just keep reacting to things. And I've always just been kind of reacting. Oh, the mud. Oh, the dirt. Oh, this feels, you know, instead it's like, what do I need to do? Who do I want to be? What's, and this is kind of what I was saying. It's what story do I want to look back on and remember? I don't want, <laughs> that's a fun story, but it was also fun because I was a kid. If I was, I'm just going to pause actually on that. It was fun because looking about how like kind of whiny I was and sensitive to, to, to getting dirty because I was a kid. But like if that was me as an adult, I'd be like, wow, I, like if I could look at that guy or like some dude that's like powerlifting and like, yeah, I'd be like, wow, I was a pussy. <laughs> like, I don't want to be that kind of an adult. That's not what it means to be a man. So it's, but I get to rewrite that story. I'm not a, I'm not a reactive victim yeah. who responds to the life around me. Like that's it. And that's really been empowering for me. I felt I've gotten so much hope. From, it's just like yesterday when we were podcasting at him, I'm sitting looking at this whiteboard and I was just like, I'm so happy looking at this whiteboard. Like it just gives me so much joy and hope and vision of what we're going to do and uh, you know, who I want to become and what I get to do with creativeness on this whiteboard. And, and that's how I can look at my life. And uh, you know, that's the excitement I get realizing that I'm in control of that. And um, to me, that, that fuels me. That's fuel that I can use. And uh, anyways, that was yeah. just all a thought from your workout um, um, and kind of that, the energy you take into that. Um, and how like, that keeps you going yeah. on the things that you're supposed to be doing and that you need to be the person you want to be like your past, this, the, the past chapters of your life that you were a week in kind of motivate you to not go back to that and continue the story and to grow into like more of like a hero that you want to be. Um, I definitely know, like, absolutely. it wasn't just, absolutely. it wasn't that like when I was just working and playing video games, this was when I was technically an adult though I would definitely wasn't acting like one. Um, it's really not just the video games in and of themselves. Cause like if you play a, a little bit of video games here and there, it's not that big of a deal. It's just when it consumes your life, that's the issue. I really think it's more like what I felt when I was, you know, relating to people in social situations and like they would talk about topics. I'm like, I have nothing to input because I'm just thinking about video games right now because that's what half my life is. And then realizing like, oh, I'm socially awkward all the time because I just don't 
do things with my life and kind of feeling like that. It's almost like a, uh, you feel kind of outcast because you're not fulfilling any kind of sort of purpose that you can kind of talk about and say like, oh, I'm moving forward in this. Right. I'm like, this is the cool thing that I'm up to. And like, the only time I'd be able to say, this is the cool thing I'm up to is if I'm talking with my friends who are also playing video games. And then I'm like, oh, this is the thing that I did in the, in the video game that we play. And then I'd have an interesting conversation off of that. But if we weren't talking about video games, I couldn't really hold my own in a, in like interesting conversation most of the time, mm. which I think just made it like really awkward sometimes. And like, I hated that. Um, so yeah, I think it's just because like I was letting my life be consumed by something that didn't actually serve a higher purpose other than just I'm consuming and being entertained and I'm doing like this kind of false work in this game, which is what a lot of video games are. You're, you're doing like work, but it's like work that they make it like fulfilling, like get, get your dopamine going like every like. 10 seconds instead of 10 months. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, man. And that's, that's not going to help you become better, man. That's going to keep you a slave to dopamine and the quick hits uh, and pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, spend just a couple more minutes here today. Um, I don't know if there's any, um, anything kind of from yesterday, Adam, that stood out, uh, any lessons from the day or uh, Danny, you as well. Any, any, any quick, quick, short story lessons. I don't know if it'd be short, but John was you can go for it. Opening Dan. my eyes to a bigger vision. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so I, I will precurse it with um, this is something that I think we're going to start going in the direction of, like we said yesterday on the podcast of our documenting the journey of being coming a, a better man, and part of that is just kind of the things that we're learning, the lessons that we're learning, and and the stories from our day to day. So you know, with that said, uh, go for it, Dan. Yeah, John came over to work at our shared workspace. I intentionally built my office so that way someone else could be in there as well, so it's not just me. And um, right now, essentially, we have a product that's awesome, but no one knows it exists. So uh, the next step essentially is marketing and sales outreach. So we... We're trying to implement a sales funnel so we can essentially get customers through that method, I suppose you could say. Um, I'm amazed at how many awesome tools there are. Like, like, it's like there's really no reason, like, you shouldn't succeed, I guess, right now because there's just so many, like, tools you can use that, like... You used to have to go door to door for this stuff or like travel, like, oh man, yeah. Like, my client is uh, schools, private schools. And, um, like, <laughs> I'm just thinking of like, man, like, if I had to manually drive to each school and, like, well, I don't think my product would sell actually if we didn't have the internet. But, <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's like, man, I could, like, currently we've been using uh, LinkedIn. And we can find our customers through LinkedIn. And then I have an automation software called Wallaxi 
it's in France, I think they're from, but essentially you're able to connect with a bunch of... Tar- I hear there's pretty awesome women in France. It's the France. Le Français. It's the finest. It is, like croissants. Well, you two, you two appear single, so I mean... I, I've heard Paris smells really bad, though. <laughs> yeah. The women are beautiful, but the stench... But the whole city just smells like piss. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, have, man. Have, you ever, have you ever been to Paris? I've not been to Paris, so I okay. can't like firsthand account this. Just but trash. what I've heard is that it's, well, it smells bad. Well, my opinion is that it smells like poop. All the French. How would I know? I've never so been there. So if, if if you're from France, listening to this, um, don't don't take us seriously. As well as you. Let yeah. us know if Paris smells like. Piss. <laughs> yeah, comment in the, in the comment and subscribe section. and tell us if it smells like piss. We'd like to know. Email us. Uh, email your questions in. <laughs> yeah. Do we have an email? We should have an email that people can email questions in. Yeah, I'm going to set it up. So, you know, this is a goal of uh, So stay tuned channels. in the next episode. Yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> we want to interact better. So It'll be like askdmc at gmail.com. Uh, no, we'll have we'll have our oh, own we'll domain. Oh, we'll have our own domain. Yeah. Okay. No. As it won't. DMC I'm not a Google out of here. I'm not like a a mom who's blogging. Yeah. <laughs> we could like have ask Daniel at DMC Global that <laughs> Yeah. Or since I'm not the main one, maybe ask John or Adam. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, this tool is this software was developed in France. You were saying. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. I get off topic easy, boys. Um, oh, we get off topic <laughs> easy. <laughs> so I can run a campaign, though. I'm able to import. They let you import a thousand of the search results into the software, but it stays within the LinkedIn parameters so you don't get your account banned <laughs> um, because that would be unfortunate. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like you need to stay inside the bounds wall yeah because if you spammed everybody then yeah you get, they, like flagged for being they like don't a, want spam like a, so. a, a bot right correct okay so you um, have to be human about this yes and, and i mean that's that's always the hope is that you don't come off as spam in your outreach you just want to um that you know be professional with it and not waste people's time and so but we yeah, we've been using that, and we only needed one customer to pay for the full year, <laughs> so it's kind wow. of kind of worth it. But I, I'm amazed at how many people I've connected with who now interact with my posts from other schools that I'll post like their behind the scenes or uh, their premiere their films or whatnot, and they'll just start like liking and commenting on the stuff. And I was like, Dang. I have never met these people, and they're already like interacting with my stuff <laughs> so because they that's know a, that's a big one I, I think that's because your product's really good it's like th- <laughs> oh, they yeah. know each other from their own little community so to like just join the community essentially and give them a place where they can interact it's kind of been fun to like see that happen so wow so yeah uh, just we've been working on that but now we're looking at doing um well click funnels is the ideal so yeah we still have a few things to hash out with that, so we'll let you know how that goes in further episodes. Yeah, building the business. Yeah, absolutely. if you're just if you're just tuning in and uh, don't know what ClickFunnels are, uh, 
you have some Google searching to do, but Absolutely. Um, it's basically a way that you do uh, kind of an internet sales presentation, um, like automatically from like ads from social media into um, getting someone to buy a product. Yeah. It's kind of like a website, but but not a website no. because websites are like a giant maze with 300 pages you could go to. But the funnel is gets you right to the groceries, which is what you want. You just want to check out. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, man, this is good. And, um, well, we're going to sign off here, but uh, we'll continue to document and, and give our updates here. And, and uh, for all the listeners, we – you know, Adam, you want to set us out here with some encouragement and some words? Yeah, I mean, a lot of it's just, hey, if there's any times where you feel like, oh, no, like I'm being like kind of weak right now, don't like beat yourself up for that. Just kind of be like, hey, I don't want to be that, so I'm going to go do the other thing and take actions towards that. Um, that's something that I've been learning a lot recently through like even the workouts, the example that I used earlier. Like, Sometimes you got to be, like, detached from, like, that, that that part of you that's, like, saying, like, oh, you're weak, and be like, no, nah, I'm just going to not do that. I'm going to be strong. And sometimes it, it takes you a little bit to get there, but you keep pushing, keep going. You're going to do it. It It's a momentum thing. Um, the beginning is the hardest part. Uh, the first time is the hardest. The second time is second hardest. But it gets easier as you as you continue. So uh, don't be afraid to absolutely send it. Woo! Yeah, they say it takes it takes uh, twenty hours to get good at something, and was it ten thousand hours to get master master it. of it? Yeah. So just don't be the one who doesn't even take the first hour. Yeah. Also, twenty hours you could do that in a single day if you just like binged Red so, Bull. Yeah. Absolutely. So, well, you guys have been listening to the Dangerous Man podcast. Tune in next time. We look forward to seeing you. And until then, stay dangerous.